This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing conversation amongst three lifelong wackos that may contain adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 286, Product Placement. Ooh. Good luck with that one. Yeah, I do not know off the top of my head. Nope. Disco Inferno. Nope. I'm saying Disco Inferno until it's right. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. Disco Inferno is a new demolition, man. <laughs> um... So back from vacation. Thankfully, Rebels did not play last week. So you missed nothing. Exactly, nothing. Uh, what I did miss though was the two United States games because honestly, I did not care to watch. Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, U.S. and I wanted to bet on this one, but the sports book at the hotel I was staying at in Vegas did not, for some reason, have this game. I don't know how they can call themselves a sports book without having all the games, but lame. Uh. The United States lost 4-2 to to Colombia, which, eh, it's Colombia. And then they had a 1-1 draw versus Peru. And uh, Matt Doyle called Aaron Long the best player on the field for the United States against Peru. That's good. good. He all right. His first international start and first 90-minute game, and he gets called the man of the match for the team for the United States. Can't go wrong with that. You're doing all right. So do you guys have any thoughts about this game since I didn't watch this? Uh, Pat, I guess. I mean, I got nothing. I didn't watch it at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people think the second game was better than the first. And, you know, by scoreline, I guess that would make a lot of sense. Um, I, I was personally more encouraged by the Columbia game. I mean, the wheels didn't really come off in that one uh, until some uh, late subs were made. Um, you know, and, and they just pretty much invited uh, attacking pressure by Columbia. Um, you know, a lot of the guys you wanted to see weren't playing between Tyler Adams, Wes McKinney, and um, Christian Pulisic. So uh, for Red Bull fans, obviously, it was very nice to see Aaron Long play. And, yes, he did play very, very well. Um, so... Uh, that's a nice takeaway. I mean, I think I think it may have been Matt Doyle who said that you know uh, that uh, should they continue to play this way long and um, and Cameron Carter Vickers would easily be that number two number two uh, lineup of center backs uh, behind Miazga and Brooks. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, other than that, Josh Sargent looked good. Uh, he won me a couple bucks because I bet <laughs> he'd score a goal. Um, yeah, I mean, there were a few things here and there to get you excited. Um, but overall, 
it's just friendlies, just two pair of friendlies, and let's get a new coach in there. It's just it's just all learning. It's just learning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the the kind of blahness of both these friendlies just really hammered home. They need to hire a coach, and like yesterday. So, since we're on international talk, what do you guys think of uh, the rumors that Tata is going to be coaching Mexico? Bye. <laughs> bye bye. Man, come on, wouldn't have, would, would you have wanted him for the United States? Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's it's hard to judge because, again, you know, he's managing a team that can spend money. Mm-hmm. Totally different world, you know. So, I, I, it's hard to say right now. Uh, I mean, he did a good job. I mean, he did a good job. I mean, that's fine. The guy, he's got a pedigree. Barca, uh, Argentina, you know, he's got a pedigree. Um, you know, say what you want. I like the American coach. Uh, I like the American coach for America. Uh, I mean, very, it seems like very rarely um, do foreign coaches succeed uh coaching national teams. I mean, it's not to say they don't have certain amounts of success at times, but no foreign coaches, from my understanding, has ever won a World Cup with a different country. So, uh, not to say the U.S. is anywhere near winning a World Cup in 2022, but uh, I don't know. I, I like the idea of an American being a coach. Not going to argue with you. As long as we make the World Cup, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just win the gold cup. Come on. Let's yeah. Well, as long as we just keep winning that old gold cup. Let's let's really? step one. Step one, win the gold cup. More and then step two, win it again, so you don't have to play a playing game for the cocky or for the uh whatever the I forget what the hell that tournament's called. Federations Cup. Yep. Uh all right. Uh prediction standings for us, since I know you guys didn't update this last week. Uh we all got a point. Nobody got the score line exactly right for San Jose because we thought San Jose was not going to score. So Truman's at 31. I'm at 20. Pat's at 19. Uh, Shield, or sorry, standings watch for the Red Bulls. I'm still number two because we didn't play. Uh, more importantly, I don't remember if this was actually happened last, before the show last week or if it happened afterwards, but the Red Bulls officially clinched number two in MLS, and if they were to make it to the final, would host the MLS Cup final. Uh, Dallas is the closest that can come in the West, and their max score is going to be 63 if they win the last two games. So there's no way to catch up to Red Bulls. Good. Um, <laughs> the Red Bulls have will be traveling down to Philadelphia for their last uh, road game of the regular season. That game is Sunday, October 21st at 3 p.m., I'm not sure why three. It's kind of a weird start time. It's a weird-ass Sunday game. What do you expect? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the game we broadcast on MSG, because I think this weekend all the games are on Sunday. Fun, maybe. I'm not sure. I believe you are correct. I mean, there's like a, I think there's a game like tonight. Hold on. I'm going to check I'm gonna check real quick. I thought there was a game today. There, I there was a yes schedule. Playing, though. There I was. There's yeah. a game right now, happening oh. right now. Real Salt Lake and New England are playing. Okay, because I thought everybody was at 32 today, but I guess... Oh, that game just started, too. Yep, and then just yeah, and then Sunday. 
And then it looks like the last two weeks of the year. Oh, no, sorry. So next week they're going to have 3 and 5 p.m. games. But then it looks like on the 28th, everybody's at 4.30 Eastern time. Because we got to have the, you know, the quote decision day. Everybody at the same time. Exciting. So Atlanta's last two games, by the way, uh, their last game is at Toronto. And this week they are, if I can find the game, they are home to Chicago. <laughs> win. That's a win. Yep. Come on. Who, who are we kidding? Yeah, how, so about, how about this is the first time Dax McCarty's missed the playoffs in, I think, nine years? Mm, bummer. Yeah. And the first time Clutchin's missed it since he got back to hmm, Weird. Good thing everyone put up a stink about us getting rid of those guys, right? Yeah, more stink. Yeah, because they're the problem. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that the rest of the team is <laughs> I'll deal with Orlando later. As in next week? No, no, it's something like later in the show. Start a certain segment of the show. (laughs) Uh, So, for the rest of the Eastern Conference, uh, first or the first four spots are locked up right now: Atlanta in first, us in second, New York City in third, Philly in fourth. Uh, Columbus is in fifth, DC is in sixth. Neither of them have clinched though because Montreal uh, can catch both of them if things go correctly. Hmm. Outside that, New England, Toronto, Chicago, and Orlando are all eliminated. In the West, uh, top four spots are also clinched. That's F- right now in order. FC Dallas, Sporting KC, LAFC, Seattle, and then Portland and Salt Lake are five and six. The Galaxy sit in seventh, one point behind Salt Lake. And uh, Vancouver is in eighth. They... I think if they do not win this week, then they are going to be eliminated because they are. Or actually, if Salt Lake went, draws, I think Vancouver is gone before this weekend happens. Because right now, Vancouver and Salt Lake are three. Or sorry, uh, never mind. Because I can't read the games played column. So, <laughs> That's enough of a scan. Um, and then eliminated in the West are. From nine through twelve, Minnesota, Houston, Colorado, and San Jose. <laughs> San Jose, San Jose, San Jose. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, out of the in the East, who do you think out of Columbus, DC, and Montreal gets eliminated? Montreal, Montreal. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, if you didn't notice, DC is playing pretty well. Yeah, okay. okay. Maybe one of the hottest teams in the league, if not. Yeah. So here's the question. Does DC leapfrog uh, Columbus and possibly Philly and get into f- fifth or fourth place? Well, I'm going to say that I'm going to say the highest they will reach is fifth. I'm going to say the highest is they reach is who gives a shit? We're in second, motherfucker. I will, I will say this. Uh, I think I tweeted this last night. Uh, attention, <laughs> Eastern Conference teams, you better knock them out in the first round and do not give them a home game. Yeah. Do not give them a home game at all. You have to take them out in, in the knockout round immediately. The impenetrable uh, Audi field. I, I mean, it's not like they looked absolutely invincible last night. Uh, but still, why give them, why give them a chance? So, for whatever it's worth, if... 
DC finishes sixth, we would not see them until the conference finals. So at least there's that. Cool. Because Atlanta would get the, the lowest seeded team remaining. Ass- assuming that one, we stay one and two, of course. All right. No, let's not have that happen. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so back to what we we're talking about. The Philly game, uh, Sunday, the 21st, 3 p.m. MSG. Philly's coming into this game with a record of 15, 12, and 5, and 9, 5, and 2 at home. Uh, their record is good for uh, 50 points this season. They have a plus 2 goal differential. And like I said before, they're currently 4th in the East. Um, last 5, they've actually been pretty decent. It's a loss, win, win, draw, win. So not terrible form uh, coming into this one. And, of course, the Red Bulls lost to Philly. I think the last game we played up there was in the Open Cup, I think. I don't remember if we played at Philly since then, but in the Open Cup, we lost there 2-1. Um, so, predictions. Truman, what do you think is going to happen on Sunday? Well, I'll say this. I hate this game. I hate it. I hate it so much. And I hate it for two reasons. Uh, I hate it because the last time we came off an international break on the road, we gave up three goals. <laughs> mm. So thankfully, Bradley Ray Phillips also scored three goals. But still, I hate that. Um, and again, Philly's playing very well, and they are playing very well at home. Just, just two things that make me nervous. Uh, I think this is the best chance the Red Bulls have of not getting the supporter shield because it's going to be tough to get a result in this game. It re- it's really, really going to be hard. Uh, I think the Orlando game... <clears throat> I mean, they should bash their brains in. And again, Orlando, I'm getting to you later. Uh, but as for this game, I, I want to, I mean, I want to say win, but it's tough. This is a real tough spot they're in. Philly's going to be pumped. I think the uh, Red Bulls have a good contingent traveling down to the game, which is nice. But I'm going to be the bearer of bad news and say it's going to be a 2-2 draw. Um, Atlanta wins, and then the Shields pretty much is over there. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't, I don't, this is one of those games that I could see going poorly for the Rebels, or at least, you know, poorly for their supporter shield chances. It certainly looks like a game, much like Truman just said, Philly is no longer the dumpster fire that they were. Um, they are playing well. Um, and, you know, it, it's, and they are playing well at home. So, I mean, I very well, very much see, this being a draw, I can very much seeing this being a loss. That being said, I'm predicting a four nothing win by the Red Bulls. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Truman, what did what, you say again? Because I didn't uh, write it down. Two two draw. Two two draw. Okay. Um, I would like to think we continue our hot streak. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen if Adams isn't back, honestly. Yeah, he's, what's, he's what's the report? Uh, well, since the only thing that broadcasts uh, anything about the Red Bulls now seems to be Instagram, uh, <laughs> there was a picture of him training, so he is training. All right, well, at least there's that. Um, I'm, I'm going optimistic. I think the Red Bulls can continue their hot streak. Philly... As much as they have nine wins, it's 
you look at the overall record, it's sort of mediocre at home. Um, honestly, I'd rather I want them to win, even if it's only just to avenge that Open Cup loss. Because <laughs> I was because I was there for that. That was a bad <laughs> night. I need that revenge so much to make me feel better. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, so I'm going to go with the same score line that we saw in the Open Cup, but in reverse, a 2-1 win for the Red Bulls. And uh, let's go to our brand new segment, which I introduced today. What's Pat's wager going to be? On this game, uh, I mean, how, how, how do we not introduce this sooner? By the way, <laughs> I just been, thought about I, it. I should put a wager on somebody to score a goal. Hmm, let's see. And it can't, be, it can't be BWP. Yeah, yeah. Someone who's not BWP. Um, I'm putting a dollar on the Rizzo this week. All right. I like that. I like it. Well, so here, here's right the question, now. though. Does he play if Adams does? Yeah, because he has been. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's, sorry. That's right, because he's not defensive. He's an offensive midfielder. Well, he is defensive, but he's also he's been playing on the wing. Yeah, when uh, Adams has been in town, so I'm uh, putting in I'm drafting it's right there. It's there. It's it's going in. This is actually happening. The draft is a, the bet is happening live. Oh, I got to get to the soccer page. Oh shit, that's not where I want to be. Here we go. All right, and you got to tell us what the odds are for the uh, for the bet. By the way, all right, we'll do that. Let's see, soccer. Yeah, come on, go faster. It's probably still easier to navigate than the MLS uh, app. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I can't do it because for some reason they're not giving odds on anything, on any of the games until tonight's game wraps up. So, uh, well, well, we'll we'll just talk about it next week then. Yeah. But you're saying you're saying the RZA is your man. I will put a dollar on the RZA. Okay. Yeah. So I actually, you know, when I was in Vegas, I thought about downloading the MGM app and doing it through there, because I think that was the only way in Vegas to do it online was through the MGM Grand. Mm-hmm. It still disappoints me that the, the sportsbook did not have soccer, but to at least like bet straight up on the game. Did you ask? I did. That seems like that's... Because they have a jersey. Yeah. Wait, what? They have soccer in Jersey. Oh, I know, I know. The I'm saying the sportsbook for the hotel I was at. So the day before I asked about it, and they say it's it's not... It's not in the system, and they said it may be available tomorrow. And when I went downstairs the next day, there was nothing on the board for it. There was games for you know the weekend for the NFL, but there was nothing for that day. What did you ask after? Did you ask the next day? Because I would not be shocked if soccer didn't show up on the board. But honestly, I didn't didn't think to do that that day. Okay. I just figured it wasn't on the board because it was the day before. And if it wasn't on the board the second day, I'm like, well, okay, if it's not on the board now, then it's not, they're not taking bets for it. Like, the woman didn't even know what I was talking about when I said international soccer, so. That's when you should have gone to uh, Caesars Palace. That's the place. Yeah. That's the place to go. They got everything. Well, they got seven, all the sports. I, I was staying, like, seven miles south of the, of the new strip, so I wasn't really in a place to go walking to another casino. Hmm. To Uber's for yeah, <laughs> but the hotel I staying at had five dollar minimum tables. So, oh, okay, that I justify that completely. <laughs> well, I didn't know when I booked it; it just so worked out. There you plus, go. plus, it was two nights for two hundred dollars. So, I mean, right there, that's already justifying it. Yeah. 
Which, by the way, I, I'm going to totally sound like I got ripped off here, and I, I did. But I think it's just funny. Uh, so in Vegas, uh, you know, street performers are a thing. And particularly uh, women dressed up in showgirls clothing are a thing. So if you are in Vegas and you decide you want to take a picture with them, which you totally can, understand that each woman wants her own tip. They will not, <laughs> they will not accept, they will not accept, uh, they will not accept a, a tip and then split it with her partner. That's not how that works. And I, and I, and I went in, no one else tipping them, but I did not think that I, or I thought it'd be totally okay for them to split it. I did not think that one through. I got you beat. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that one? I got you, but yeah, there's uh in Times Square one time I was with a church youth group and uh these two girls I was like keeping my eye on them and you know, they were like they're like, Come on, Daddy, we want to take a picture. I'm like, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I am not your father. And so they ran up to like an Iron Man and a Spider Man and they're, they're like they gave me their phone, I took a picture, and then gave it back. They're like, All right, no! they ran off. And there's Spider-Man and Iron Man holding out their hand to me, not their father. And I ended up having to pay <laughs> Spider-Man and Iron Man. At least I'm in the picture I paid for. Yeah. So yeah, I told you I had to beat. So, yeah, I guess it's at least that. Um, all right. Let's, let's move on. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2. 3-1 win versus Penn FC. I think when you guys were talking about this on the show last week, it was 1-1 one, one at halftime or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So it was 3-1 win. I think that this is what clinched them a playoff spot, too. It, it did, yep. All right. Uh, then they followed that up with a 2-1 win uh, over the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. This Saturday, October 20th at 7 p.m. is their first playoff game. They'll be traveling down to the Charleston Battery f- uh, into the Eastern Conference quarterfinal matchup. Uh, I don't know who they would play next. I'm not sure if USL recedes or not. So, but this would this could be their last game of the year. For the USL side, yeah, because they're going to be it's going to be all road games for them. I would think, right? Yeah, because they were the eight seed, right? So they're yeah. pretty much on the road the whole time. Uh, I will say that for their last home game of the year, they had a ton of people there. Like, they legit had, like, a real big crowd, yeah. That's probably has something to do with, like, you know, everybody needed their fix. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And college is back in session, so... Yeah. Ooh. Got a bunch of college kids. They're like, I thought Montclair was playing today. Oh, well, let's get drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Time for the dummy ground. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to move... I'm going to move this last thing to the very end. Okay. So, Dumping Ground's everything else. Whoops. You guys go ahead. Okay, yes. I mean, there's a couple things we could talk about. Uh, first, real quick, congratulations to the uh, women's national team because they actually yes. know how to win games. And they, they beat Canada 2 nothing, which double clinched their World Cup qualification. I like yeah. how double clinching is a thing. Yeah, yes. they double. I mean, they clinched before, and then they just clinched it again. Yeah, pretty much. That's how it worked. Yeah, they they didn't uh, leave anything to question. So congratulations to them. I think that's pretty awesome. I mean, that team just knows how to succeed. Uh, second, the crew got saved. So a hashtag worked, finally. 
Are they officially saved? I believe so. They're finally I, officially I, saved. I believe a deal is is happening, uh, as far as I know. Mm. I know the, the league posted a thing about you know them keeping the team uh, in Ohio. I just think it's kind of funny that this is the first time the league goes, oh, yeah, by the way, we totally would have left this team move to Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, 100%. You know. Um, but that's good. I'm glad the crew is sticking around. An, an original team moving to freaking Texas would have been stupid. I think a third team in Texas is stupid anyway. But, uh, yeah, good for them. Good for their fans. Now just do something with the stadium. Do something because that stadium does suck. Well, I think it's like that's the whole reason why I don't know if the crew are saved yet because I believe that uh, part of the deal was a new downtown stadium. So I, just go massive renovation, yeah. Unless it's cheaper to build a new one, yeah. Well, I don't know. No one deserves uh, bleacher seats. Yeah, I've been. I, well, I mean, I haven't been inside Crew Stadium. I've been outside it, and I've been to Columbus. I don't remember how long the drive was. Didn't feel long. I'll say that much. Like twelve hours or something. Well, I mean, from downtown Columbus to Crew Stadium. Oh, oh, that. Well, maybe that just feels like twelve hours. <laughs> so this is from Cleveland.com, and this was updated as of October thirteenth. That the details are being worked out between uh, the Columbus Partnership, the Haslam's, and uh, MLS, and I guess Free Court and all that. It's amazing. It's amazing they let that guy, you know, own that team with these intentions. MLS is just so swarmy and slimy. Yeah, but who isn't? I don't know. I don't think I was that slimy. It's like, let's go watch a classy sports league like uh, the NFL. (laughs) Uh, So... Since I was looking this up, did you talk about the that stupid article? A stupid article? Oh yeah. Are we, are we uh, bringing it up or no? Yeah, I'll bring up the stupid article. Um, so for those of you uh, who may not uh, read, I, I got a description from the Athletic, and it's a pretty good website so far. I got to say, uh, decent sports articles and all that good stuff. Um, and we have mentioned time and time again, we are an apolitical show, so I'm going to try and walk a, a fine line here. Uh, on because I think I'm really just calling out dumb politics as opposed to politics, something taking a stand or or the misapplication of politics. And misapplication of politics. Basically, it was this article about the Dosicero, uh, and it was a pretty interesting article up until it got to the loss in 2016, where it basically just said uh, the, the the luster of Crew Stadium in essence was lost because Trump. Because people said they couldn't get that, get up for the game because Trump, and I'm just like, come the fuck on! I mean, well, first of all, Trump got elected. Yeah, because I Trump got that. elected. Okay, and it's like, and it's like one. I will say to those people who said that, if you can't get up for a U.S. national team game because of who's in the White House, give your tickets to somebody else. Right? You know? Yeah, for real. For real. If you're that sad, don't show up. Yeah, uh, plenty of people would have taken those tickets. Yeah, and and two, the Crew Stadium lost its luster for for uh, the national team games because Jurgen Klinsmann's a fucking moron and played a formation that they had never practiced before. That's why. 
So I, I just, you know, I, I think that's dumb politics piss me off, especially when they're applied where they don't belong. So in that specific case. Yeah, that it's, it's very, very silly. It, it was, it's very silly. It was such a stretch. Unless something major, like like really, really crazy, is going on, yeah, uh, I'm able to tune off my brain from politics and news mm-hmm. uh, to enjoy a game for like a couple hours. Exactly, because exactly. then I'm all in on that. Exactly. Now, then, when that game's over, then I go back to ugh, you know, yeah. that's going on, ugh, boo. But yeah, for those couple yeah. hours, I'm at a sporting event. I'm all in. Yeah, when when a sporting event is over, that's when I go to firebombing the nearest uh, <laughs> the nearest house of uh, loyalism. <laughs> They're still there, man. They fly the Union Jack. Let's loyal us out. So I, 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 sorry, guys. I did take this in a political direction. That took over. I, I'm sorry, Rebel Ram people. But yes, I am anti-loyalist. <laughs> um. All right. So anything else? Dumping ground? No, that's all I had. All right. So that only leaves Truman's terrible team of the week. Hey, Orlando, I, I'm getting back to you now. You stink. Yeah. Uh, now, mind you, it's not losing to Seattle 2-1, because uh, really, who cares? It's the fact that they've now given up the most goals in a season out of any other team in MLS history. Wow. Yes, they, they've now given up 72 goals on the season with two games left. The record was, was 70 from Minnesota last year. <laughs> Isn't San Jose pushing on that record too? Sixty nine this year. So I guess it's possible San Jose could overtake it. So what's more fun to watch? Two good teams trying to break the all times point record, which was just set last year, or two teams breaking (laughs) the the goals against uh, record that was set last year. The possibility of watching both in the same game in the last week of the year. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Orlando has – it's already broken. Um, but no, we think it's going to break it. Yeah, because it gets destroyed now. Right. But here's the thing. It is very possible that let, – let's say let's say Orlando manages to only give up, like, one goal, right? Mm-hmm. It is possible for San Jose to give up four or five and take that lead back. And now we do get both on the same day. How about it comes down to the last game of the year, the Red Bulls, if they win, they can win the shield, but they have to be at, they have to be at Atlanta's goal differential. Oh, right. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. That would be a fun game to watch. Oh, yeah. So that'd be great if Atlanta loses, we draw. Because then we're even at 66 points. Mm-hmm. And then let the games begin, right? And then presumably we are tied on goal difference. Assume, assuming a 1-0 loss by Atlanta, Atlanta. So then we're tied on goal difference. So therefore... It would literally come down to goal difference because both teams have the same amount of wins. Mm-hmm. Right, and then Matt Doyle's going to bring up that Kaku uh, PK miss again. <laughs> come on, Ellis. So- I don't say the Eurig things, but this is something worth rigging just for the job. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. 
I, I will say this. Don't let anybody na- tell you anymore that the bottom of the league can't be exciting without Kovac. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's what I want to know. Right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I count seven teams that have 60 goals against or more. 60? Six teams? Seven teams that have given up six six zero goals or more. Wow. And Chicago will probably eclipse that this weekend because they're at 59. Whew. Rough. Yeah. I want I, I honestly wonder if like that is a record in MLS. The fact that we've had so many teams given up so many goals. Or Orlando at a minus thirty one. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess that's exactly where you should be when you look at the top teams and, you know, plus 28, plus 27. And, and it makes sense because San Jose is a minus 21, but Dallas is plus 12. Kansas City is plus 21. Like, I, I, what I really want to know is how Houston is at, uh, at zero goal difference with nine wins, 15 losses, and eight ties. Pure mediocrity. Well, it means they're blo- they have blowout wins, right? It's the only way that, that happens. Yeah. All right. Anyway, time to – so we got one more thing after the wrap-up, but it's going to be the very last thing before we go. So wrapping it up, patreon.com slash rebelrant. One bucks a month all you need for the special episodes. And by the way, if you're on the Patreon, the Patreon you get a custom RSS feed with everything in it. So you don't need to subscribe twice. You can just subscribe there. You get the weekly shows. You get the special shows. You get everything in one shot. Do you get the big show? <laughs> I mean, nobody really gets the big show, but. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, um, do, you get, do you get a, uh, a a special birthday message from Truman's brother as the big show? Oh, I'll make that happen. <laughs> that's got to that's be the $10 loaf, right? Yeah, that's right. It's real, real special to get my brother to record you a message. <laughs> Big cash right there. All right. Uh, you can email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. You can call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant at redbullrant for the show on Twitter, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words from you guys because I am definitely ending this episode on this on this email we got. Well, gritty is trash. Philly is trash. I hope Philly plays like trash, and I hope the Red Bulls win. Uh, yeah. Anybody who's still listening to the show, come on down to Derby Road this Sunday. The Scotch Plains. We'll get, on, uh, we'll get our uh, our rooting on rooting his trash Philly on. So, uh, and with that said. Or nothing, baby. Or nothing. <laughs> Remember, Rizzo for a dollar. And Rizzo for a dollar. I'll post a picture of it when I make the bet. All right. So for Pat Schumann and myself, this is episode number 286. Rebel Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. So this email comes from the Reverend Yuke O, and he provides us. We think. Special- we think, right? We well, think it's Yuko. But well, I, 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 well, I more, fuck up names, so my my I, possibilities. I actually got it right by accident. I was kind of just more surprised by Jay, like you. Oh, like well, he he 
Okay, he put E U C space O. So I assumed the O is separate. <laughs> anyway. Hey, I fuck up names all the time, okay? If I get that right. That's true. Come on. All right. So anyway, this is a special pre playoff prayer. And and hold on, I gotta I'm gonna get us into the proper mood here. R. Bradley, who art in Harrison, hallowed be thy name. Under moon or sun, goals will be done. On turf or on natural vegetation. Give us a goal with your illustrious head. And forgive us for doubting you in 2016. Lead us not into the Bronx and deliver us from DC United. Amen. Praise Bradley! Harrison!